welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. And this podcast is our audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about the progress of our game, Dungeons of the Obelisk, which is a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our Sage of the Obelisk, Brittany Darby. Hello. And we also have our digital alchemist, TJ Yadisernia. Hello. And uh, we have a few things on the list, uh, the regular server update, some uh, bugs and testing, and some stuff that Brittany's been working on. So I guess we'll just uh, get right into the uh, traditional server update. <laughs> how, are, how are things looking, TJ? The past few weeks have been a little mixed on what's been like the focus on some of the server been kind of bouncing between getting the players to be able to see each other in town, which that one's still a bit troublesome, still tricky on getting it working, but because of that I bounced to the profile system so that you can inspect other players, see like what do they have equipped, what is their name, what's their level, what's their stats, all that info. And using that info, I think I'm getting a better idea of how to get the uh, players in town to start functioning better because it's making it's kind of making use of the id that is attached to a player's account to use the profile so it's probably going to do the same kind of system on players in town to get it to work as well yeah i don't think we talked about that on the podcast where me and you were trying to see each other in town and i was getting like a a copy of myself but it was just my username instead of like you, you like you were in town moving around but it was my username and like no, an invisible character <laughs> yeah it was a weird issue that we had and it's not exactly fixed but the whole issue was basically that instead of creating multiple characters that were separate from each other it would create multiple ones and then almost combine them together which is why you were able to see duplicates of yourself in this case yeah, oh, I remember now, whenever I moved, it also moved your character, but then when your character, when you moved your character, you moved freely, but then whenever I moved, it, it's like you were attached to me. Yeah. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's like you never know what kind of issues are going to pop up with these. It's kind of a funny bug, but not very useful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why we have the podcast is just to talk about those like funny kind of bugs that happen <laughs> and let people know what we're what we're into. But it's always it's always one thing or the other, but I'm glad it's uh, ticking along, I guess. Um, the friend friends list thing is pretty awesome. Um, like it seems to work really well, except for. The only thing is whenever I view your profile, I don't think you have an artifact and a companion equipped, so it just shows that you have almost 10,000 gray <laughs> dust equipped. Yeah, I've been making some uh, changes and improvements to that to kind of account for the fact that some players don't always have a full set of gear equipped. Because originally when I was doing right. it, I was using your character as my point of reference so I could see what you had on. Which, your character had everything on, so it's like, it was an issue that I never actually noticed until later. <laughs> Not cheating so yeah. much that I have 10,000 dust equipped quite yet. <laughs> I don't see why you would want to equip 10,000 gray dust. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to do a whole lot. 
yeah, I'm able to uh, hop in here. I can look at Brittany's character. Oh man, it's been a little bit since I've been in. <laughs> you also have gray dust equipped as your uh, artifact. <laughs> I'll have to try and pull up the game today. It's been a little while since I've had some time to be able to actually kind of get in and fun around, but I've been wanting to go back and go back to a level zero character and start from scratch again. Yeah, there's some bugs that still seem to uh, occur with that. I don't know. Um, I guess that's another, we can move on to some of our bugs and stuff. I know you were working on this, TJ, but I tried to make another account with a different email and uh, it's still bugged. <laughs> it, it lets me like create my character now and, and everything and name them and stuff, but then it's still doing that thing where uh, the mobs don't die and it's still showing like the stats for my mobs and stuff for my other account. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll probably have to mess around with that more because I know I I did like a variety of fixes for that and it worked on my end. So I was hoping that it was kind of like cleared. But it might have just been like an isolated incident of it working compared to <laughs> current bug that it has going on. Yeah, because that was like one of the first things I did whenever you put out the new build was I like got on my character and played for a little bit and then I like logged out and created a new account and then it's still kind of kind of bugged it's kind of weird like I'm wondering if I have something on my computer still that's like messing it up in that I should just go delete that no one else would have since they haven't played the game before that is always a possibility it's kind of weird with the bug issue because since it does try to like clear off save files or lingering data sometimes if your thing's old enough it might just have something stuck in there that it just doesn't know how to remove yeah i probably have the oldest account so yeah maybe we should uh mess with that some maybe after after we're done recording again and see what we can make happen but hopefully hopefully it can just uh i don't know deleting deleting the character and starting over is something that's not gonna be in the final game but it's good for us when we're like testing so that does make me wonder almost how i mean have you guys considered um like multiple character save slots or how difficult is that because the only thing that like i notice is when i play I want to, I mean, experiment with different builds, yeah, but almost more than that, like, really commit to a particular style of play, if that makes sense, with, like, one character and kind of see what gear I want to hold on to with that one and then do something else with another character, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think um, I have a feature in mind that I think will solve that. Um, first of all, yes, we do want to have multiple characters on a single account, but it's something that's not in the MVP just because I think it's going to be a little difficult to make work. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but we, we have thought about it. But the other feature that, that I want to have that also got removed from the MVP is like mm -hmm. a... Uh, like a stash so so having being able to have like a stash where you can store extra stuff that you want to keep is one thing and then there's also a uh i can't remember what i called it it wasn't an armory but but that was basically the idea so like you have multiple build slots on a single character so you would be able to like 
you know your slot one would be like your default like it is now and then whenever you get enough gold or whatever you can unlock slot two and then you can just like select those and it'll give you another build basically okay okay I, like from in dungeon uh like you wouldn't be able to do it in dungeon i don't think i think it would probably only be like when you're out of a dungeon but you would be able to i don't know if i'm explaining it the best like um it would be like so right now you're i'm looking at my character and i have all this like cool stuff equipped and this build is really good so like i don't want to i don't like taking stuff off of this build because it's so good but i want to like try other stuff so i would be able to like lock this as one build in slot one and then go to slot two and have like an empty build where i can start putting stuff in Okay, but all the stuff you had previously equipped is, like, not getting lost. It's, like, saved as a set. You know, it's, like, saved as a, I guess a build would be the, what you would call it. But it's, and then, like, I can try some other stuff, go to an easier level or whatever and mess around. But then I can always just snap back to, like, slot one. But that's something that's not in the MVP just because yeah. we're, we're barely getting finished as it is. <laughs> so... I want to get it out and get people able to play and then work on those like quality of life things maybe once we get some money in yeah, the absolutely. coffers again but now that is like a good idea uh, i think both of those things would definitely benefit players having like multiple characters and then also multiple build slots i feel like the uh loadout system is a bit of a bigger one because from other games I've played, it's always so much easier when you can bounce between multiple loadouts all at once. Like anytime you're about to go into a specific thing, which I guess in this case would be Dungeon or Breach. Just swap out loadouts so that you're more prepared for it. Yeah, right now, we don't have enough game modes that like your dungeon build would be any different than your Breach build, I don't think. I mean, maybe you could build, like, a gold fine one or something to farm, like, gold in the dungeons and then have a different one in the breach. But right now, they're pretty similar. But as we add other game modes, I think it'll become more and more important to have, you know, especially, like, once we add, like, like PvP or something like that. I, I think it'll be super important to have, like, a PvP build that's on your character for that and then, you know, your dungeon farming build. That one definitely is a big one, PvP. Especially if you're yeah. sending your character in as a PvP character, so you want to set it up so that other players probably couldn't beat it too easily. Yeah, that's not something that we have, like, scheduled anytime soon, but it is something that I eventually want to have. But uh, um, maybe before PvP even, we'll have, like, um, I don't know what they're going to be called yet, but like a raid where you can grab some people off your friends list and and go do a dungeon that way with like f maybe three or four people on your side against some tougher mobs. And even in that case, it would be more important to have like different build slots where you could, uh, you know, grab someone's like tank yeah. character or something like that. Because like when you're playing on solo, you don't really want to be a tank. It seems like well maybe maybe you do but i think it would be better to be like a tank that doesn't do any damage and just tanks everything when you're playing with multiple players than it is to be by yourself with that build so 
There's a lot to think about. <laughs> there definitely is, especially when you get multiplayer involved in it. Like, I like the idea of having a full squad yeah. in a turn-based game like this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, right now it's based on like kind of using Diablo as the main thing, and I play Diablo like solo most of the time. But in in Diablo, you can also get your four-player warband or whatever you call it. So that's something we want to add in the future. But since we're having so many server issues as it is, that's something that'll definitely down the pipeline. Yeah, that one requires some uh, heavy work to get functioning. Yeah, I mean, you got the friends list working, so you can see people's characters. And then once you can see them in town, I think the functionality for being able to load them into battle would, would be not far behind. But... Um, oh yeah, as like a yeah, something to think controllable about. teammates or like AI buddies, then we're pretty close to it technically. But if you had like a group of four where we're all together actively playing, that would require a bit more. It's going to be asynchronous multiplayer. Not everybody's logged in like do it, playing at the same time. This would just be. The first thing we're going to do is get where you just grab people off your friends list and you use their characters in the in the raid. So that'll be the first step and then down the line we'll we'll think about like synchronous multiplayer where you're playing with someone at the same time and all controlling your own characters. Um, that'll be a little more tricky cuz then you have to worry about like team building and matchmaking and that kind of stuff. So, lots of stuff that we want to do once uh, the game gets launched and hopefully starts making some money so that we can continue to update it. That's one of the things that I hope the players can see is like the potential for the game that makes them want to, you know, get the cosmetics and stuff and spend a little bit of money because then we can keep updating it for them and making even more cool stuff. There's definitely no shortage of ideas passing around. Not at all. That's like one of my favorite things about working with this with you guys and working on this game has just been all of the incredible ideas and all of the different ways that players will <laughs> probably take those ideas and really run with them and enjoy with them once they're able to get instituted and, and actually implemented rather. But so are the woes of indie game development when you have to let these projects take a little bit longer than you would like them to. Yeah, absolutely. Man, <laughs> I keep like every once in a while, and I just did it yesterday, whenever I get like, I guess, bored, <laughs> I'll go into my documents that I have and I have like, I have a document that's all of the uh, upcoming like dungeons and stuff that I want to do. Um, I have one that's like for relics. I have one that's for gems. I have one that's for ring designs. So there's all these like additional like loadout kind of things that I want to do. And then I have one for like the next game mode is definitely going to be invasions. So once we launch and find out that we're not going to completely f go bankrupt, <laughs> then the, the next game mode is going to be invasions where you uh, like pick the difficulty and then it just scales up forever. So like you start out at like, let's say 15, like level 15 mobs, 
and then once you fight that wave of mobs and win then you unlock like 16 and then you can just keep climbing up the ladder that way fighting like tougher and tougher mobs until until you can't go any higher I do like the sound of an infinite game mode it's a good way to pass the time yeah i think it makes the most sense because like right now you can beat the breaches and then like there's not really any like you know, once your character is tough enough to beat Titan in the breaches, then there's not anywhere else to go. So adding an infinite game mode where you can just keep climbing gives you a reason to like keep farming those breaches and dungeons and stuff. Definitely. I definitely like that idea. I was over here nodding my head like, oh, we're on a podcast. You have to say something with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the breach, didn't your character beat the... Uh the highest difficulty recently on it yeah i've been farming master which is difficulty four i guess like 4x and then i've been able to beat um titan which is the 5x a couple times but i can't farm it consistently it's probably a good side then because i was unsure if it was even beatable just because of how high the multiplier was <laughs> I never tested it to see if it could be done fairly. I've definitely beaten it cheating, but I don't think cheating really counts here. <laughs> no. No, I'm looking at my leaderboard clear times. It took me 4 minutes and 46 seconds to clear Titan, and I'm able to do Master. My best time is 2.20. So. I was about to say it's not bad 4 minutes, but then the other one being like half the time. I guess it did take a while. Yeah, you can definitely tell that it's, like, tougher. <laughs> I can basically beat the mobs, like, every time, but then the boss, depending how the boss rolls and then on your RNG on his attacks, like, you know, if, if I can crit him soon enough, then, then I win, but, like, if he um, gets me before <laughs> with, like, a bunch of the right the right pattern of healing and attacking... Then, then he wins, but that's kind of how it goes at the easier difficulties as well when you're not as leveled up. My method for success is always farming for potions. <laughs> <laughs> the potions, I feel like, like I try to not potion because then you use your turn. Mm -hmm. So I actually have lifesteal, I think. Is this a lifesteal build? I ha I got I'm looking at my character now. Yeah, so I have uh 8% lifesteal, and then I also have a 5% health regenerate. So I try to keep my health up mm -hmm. that way, just like regenerating and attacking, then I do like trying to heal. And it seems to be working. I actually have more health regenerate than that. I have it on my weapon and on my feet, so I actually have like nine health regenerate so it's actually pretty nuts problem i have with potions is that it's a consumable and i am prone to hoard consumables until i realize that i have too many and still also not useful. yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a hundred percent the same way like i hoard every like in this game it's not as bad because you can auto use potions so that way that's the only way I ever use them is because they get automatically used. But like, uh, I was playing like Slay the Spire earlier and like, I always get the potions in there and never use them. And they're like really 
helpful and I just like forget I have them and <laughs> sell mine for gold or whatever currencies in the game. Like playing Remnant and there's all kinds of consumables. All of them seem pretty useful, but I'm not gonna use them, so I just keep selling all of them. Like I'll get used to them somehow. Maybe the shopkeep does want to buy potions sometimes. Something to think about. I can tell the player hoarding like nine hundred of them sells them for a couple million or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll definitely have to be less than what you can buy them for. I think you can get, yeah, a thousand gold for, for 12 of them, so. Right now, you can't sell anything. You can only, like, scrap stuff, but all your consumables, like, basically, there's no way to get rid of them if you're not using them. Some consideration on being able to sell a certain item is if you can sell it, but also buy it, you gotta think about how the conversion rate works on it, like, I know the potions can be bought from both crystals as well. You wouldn't want it to be some weird case where it's like if you buy a million potions from crystals and then sell them for gold, it's more efficient than if you use the crystals just for the gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Although if somebody buys a million potions with uh crystals <laughs> with crystals and they're able to afford buying that many crystals, then maybe maybe they should be allowed. <laughs> because <laughs> that's a lot of money but no I definitely know what you mean like when you open up being able to sell things then you open up like a lot of economy things that, that sometimes are more trouble than they're worth that's true with something like potions though where somebody could or anything where someone could collect a lot of it you could always have like a limit you can only sell this many a day or it could work on a scale. Um, the thing that comes to mind is my kid's been playing Slime Rancher, and they've got these little things called plorts. And it's, I mean, you get money from them, but the more you sell, the less money you get back. So there's not really much advantage to selling a whole bunch all at once, just kind of a little bit as you need it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. It is probably the safer way to do it before players break the economy. <laughs> yeah, the shopkeeper keeper can just say like, "I have so many potions in the back room, I cannot <laughs> buy any more." <laughs> just see him fall out of the door or something. <laughs> Let's see what else is on our list to talk about. We're getting close to the end of the recording time. I don't mind if we go over this time, but uh, yeah, I think we covered most of the bugs and stuff. Um, the only other topic on here is is that you're working on the trailer, Brittany. Yes. Um, and that's kind of the last thing we need before we can put up the uh, Steam Coming Soon page. Other of other than, of course, the uh, knowing what our release date would be. So that's kind of yeah holding us back more, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the trailer is is it's like almost ready. I just I gotta take. I'll probably take some time as soon as we're done here and and actually sit and do some voiceover. I've been trying to see what other folks I can pull in. To get some voice options for you so you don't have to just use my voice if you don't want to um but i'm excited with how it's looking <laughs> no i liked your voice i told you that when we started it that i like you what you were doing on uh instagram and stuff with your your videos and stuff and i thought that that should just be the trailer so yeah yeah i guess i i like to complicate things <laughs> i like to complicate things and do do excess stuff i guess you haven't 
you weren't here at the beginning, I haven't said this in a while, but like my motto kind of with this is that, you know, done is better than perfect. You know, if you spend a ton of time on something that you don't need to, that's time you could have spent on something else. And if you're only making the trailer like 5% better, it's, you know, it's diminishing returns again. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, like I definitely... I like people that are perfectionists too, because I'm definitely not a perfectionist. So having people like that definitely uh, helps round the stuff out. But at the same time, like you know, with the limited budget and stuff, we don't want to spend too much time. Of course, of course. On something like the trailer, but but yeah. But that being said, the demo that you sent me is like nuts. Like it's so good. It's better than like. 90% of trailers that I've watched on Steam, so... That's awesome. I I had a lot of fun working on it. I want to make it again. <laughs> just just for funsies. <laughs> no, it was it was a good time, and um, I'm hoping to be able to continue doing some more. I, I want to do a couple of variations, just on, in my own personal time, just to kind of see what other kind of fun, cool, fun stuff can be pieced together to use as, as marketing stuff for the closer that we get to releasing, um, which made me want to loop back a little bit to when you mentioning like all of the different ideas and things that you guys have that's definitely something we can take time and talk about too to help organize things and set them out a little bit so that way you know you and the team are all real clear on like what things you really want to be pushing out first and then i can find a reasonable and palatable way to let folks know hey these things aren't happening yet but but they're they're going to be coming quickly after you're able to get into the game so yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely a good idea. What was I going to say? Oh, if you want to make more trailers, I think that making like a trailer for like a like a big update. So like whenever we do release invasions or something, then having like a trailer that like showcases those would be would be really cool especially like to have on instagram and stuff oh yeah definitely i'm already starting to take down notes and like jotting things down in my sketchbook (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's awesome with that we're we're over our 30 minute recording time and and as usual i don't like to edit more than that (laughs) so um unless anybody has anything else that we want to talk about i could can wrap this up i think i'm all set I'm good. Awesome. In that case, for the listener, thank you so much for making it to the end of this podcast. We really appreciate your interest in our game. Um, If you're listening to this and somehow you're not in our Discord, you should go to knobcat.com, check out all the stuff there, all the videos, find the link to our Discord and and join it, Um, talk to us. That's the, the spot where you get the notifications whenever my stream goes live which is on twitch.tv slash starrambler. I've been, every two weeks when TJ puts out his uh, update, I've been getting on and trying to play test as much as I can on stream and you know talk to people on there and it's a good time. And then we also have our uh, social media, um, Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Dungeons Obelisk. And I think that's everything. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Later. Bye.